Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Tuesday, May 10th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri could soon ban most abortions if the U.S. Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade. Every step of the way, Missouri has been on the forefront of the pro-life movement. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum explores how the landmark decision's demise could alter Missouri policy. The Missouri House has passed another congressional redistricting map, as St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports. The action is a final attempt to complete a constitutional obligation before the 2022 legislative session wraps up Friday. When the Missouri legislature began in January, it had two obligations to fulfill before adjourning in May. One was to pass a budget and the other to redraw Missouri's congressional districts. Now with only four days left, the House has again passed a congressional map in hopes it makes it across the finish line. Members voted 101 to 47 to advance the bill to the Senate, though both Democrats and Republicans spoke in opposition of the new map. Democratic Representative Jerome Barnes, who served on the House Redistricting Committee, spoke against what he felt was a quick turnaround on the bill. It's moving too fast for me. The public has not been able to give their input. And that's who we represent down here in Jeff City is the public. The new map now goes to the Senate. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri senators have passed a bill requiring voters to show photo identification at the polls. It would require voters to display government-issued identification in order to cast ballots. Those who do not bring valid IDs could cast provisional ballots. The bill would also allow voters to cast ballots up to two weeks prior to the date of an election. Currently, voters need to cite an excuse for why they would not be able to vote in person on Election Day. Abortion rights organizations are reporting tens of thousands of dollars in donations since Politico published a draft U.S. Supreme Court opinion that would overturn Roe v. Wade. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports. The Midwest Access Coalition fundraises and coordinates travel and lodging for patients seeking abortions. Many of its clients travel from states with more restrictions to Illinois and other states. Director of Strategic Partnerships Allison Dries says since Monday, the organization has raised more than $80,000 from donors. That's more than the organization raised in all of 2021. Dries says media coverage of abortion has inspired people to donate. A lot of folks feel helpless. You know, and so it's an easy way for them um, to give back. Officials from Pro-Choice Missouri say they've also seen an increase in donations with hundreds of new donors giving money. Missouri is one of more than a dozen states that would outlaw abortions as soon as the landmark 1973 decision is overturned. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. An FBI veteran who helped lead a federal effort to address violent crime is the new head of the agency's St. Louis office. Jay Greenberg is now the special agent in charge. He was most recently in Washington as the assistant director of the Criminal Investigations Division. Greenberg has been with the Bureau since 2005 after a career in management consulting. In 2019, he helped lead a federal operation which directed resources to a number of cities with spiking violent crime, including St. Louis. St. Louis aldermen expect to hear this week whether a proposal to ban tent encampments on public property is legal. One board member says it could violate homeless people's right to access public space. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports. 12th Ward Alderman Bill Stevens says the policy might not hold up in court. 
He expects a legal opinion soon from the city's council and lawyers at Legal Services of Eastern Missouri. Stevens says the city should do more to help homeless people and that this proposal is too ambiguous. Who enforces it? Is it the Department of Human Services? Is it the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department, Public Safety? And it doesn't answer that. The Alderman's Public Safety Committee approved the ban 7-0, to saying homeless encampments are dangerous for those who live in them and that many neighbors have complained about the one by the River de Pere in the 12th Ward. Stevens made his comments on St. Louis on the Air. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri is on the verge of making most abortions illegal. If the U.S. Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade this year, a law passed in 2019 would ban abortions except to save the life of the mother. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum examines the impact on Missouri policy and the upcoming election. Former Missouri State Representative Elijah Hard distinctly remembers his parents protesting in front of abortion clinics. The Springfield native also marched with his family against abortion rights, which is why the issue had such resonance when he became Speaker of the House. It's rare that you get to move the needle on an issue that you grew up as a child believing was really important. Har presided over a House chamber that in 2019 passed arguably the most significant bill restricting abortion in Missouri's history. It contains language that would ban most abortions, except for medical emergencies, if Roe v. Wade is overturned. And that scenario seems increasingly likely based on a leaked draft opinion from the U.S. Supreme Court. Every step of the way, Missouri has been on the forefront of the pro-life movement. And I think the actions we took in 2019 once again put us at the front of that line. For decades, Missourians have elected state and local leaders who oppose abortion rights, setting up an environment where it was possible to pass the so-called trigger law in 2019. But Missourians like Maryland Heights resident Deborah Moulton had a much different reaction to the leaked draft than Har did. I accidentally knocked something over. I had to clean it up. I was like shaking. It's like I, I, I had a very physical reaction as well as an emotional one. Moulton is 67, so she remembers a time before 1973 when states like Missouri could ban women from getting an abortion. She says the prospect of Roe versus Wade being overturned chips away at fundamental rights for women. And Ladue resident Susan Lammert says she's also disturbed that the 2019 law makes no exceptions for women who get pregnant because of rape or incest. What I think is going to have to be more than just what I think here, I'm going to have to get out of my comfort zone and get out and do some shouting. What Lammert was alluding to is the hope that there's a backlash against Republicans in Missouri and elsewhere if the Supreme Court allows states to ban abortion. Some observers, like anti-abortion rights advocate Sam Lee, are skeptical that will happen. Lee is the director of Campaign Life Missouri. He says there were predictions that Missouri Republicans would suffer in 2020 after passing the bill with the trigger language. And that didn't happen. If voters are concerned about it, they're not concerned enough to to get rid of Republicans and elect Democrats. There is, though, one recent example of a Missouri Democrat prevailing amid an abortion rights backlash. I don't think very many Missourians know how extreme Missouri has become. That's former Democratic Senator Claire McCaskill. She defeated Republican Todd Aiken in 2012 by an enormous margin, 
after he said that women who were, quote, legitimately raped could shut down pregnancies. The biggest difference between 2012 and now, in my opinion, is not whether or not most Missourians think what Todd Akin said was radical or think whether this law is radical. It's rather that the Republicans that were leaders in Missouri spoke up and spoke out. McCaskill is referring to how national and Missouri-based Republicans wanted Aiken to exit the race. Now, all of the major candidates running for the U.S. Senate on the Republican side this year expressed hope that Roe v. Wade is overturned, while the major Democratic contenders want to pass federal legislation guaranteeing a right to an abortion. Senate races like Missouri's are critical because arguably the only way to save abortion access in the state if the Supreme Court acts is to pass federal legislation— and that will require more Democratic senators. But voters like Steve McAkron are skeptical that Democrats can roll back an impending abortion ban by winning at the ballot box. It's kind of scary that this is all coming down. McAkron is an Oberlin resident and a retired mortician. And he vividly remembers a time before Roe versus Wade where he'd see women who died after trying to give themselves abortions. But even though he feels strongly that abortion should be legal, he doesn't think that Republicans will reverse course in November. If it goes south for this issue, I don't know if 2024 they'll be able to recover. Missouri voters may not just decide the fate of abortion rights by how they choose in the upcoming Senate race. Some lawmakers want to put a constitutional amendment on the ballot that could preempt successful litigation against the state's abortion ban. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.